Okay, step number three is called the refusal of the call. And what happens is basically after you get called adventure, like, hey, you should go do this thing. You're like, wait, wait, what? No. Like for me to do that, like it's going to cost me time and energy and money and effort. And like right now I'm in this ordinary world. It's perfect. Like life is like, it's grand. It's pr- like, I, I've spent 10 years of my life trying to make this perfect environment. So nothing will mess up. And you're telling me you want me to leave? No. Right. And even though consciously you're thinking like, oh, I want to go do these things. Subconsciously, your brain's like, no, 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 no. I spent so much time creating the pattern so we don't have to think, so we don't have to expend calories or energy. We can just be focused on this thing. And now you are telling me you want to go on this journey, which is going to be painful. We have to learn new things, try new things. You know, like, like all the stuff starts coming up, right? And that's what happens to all those people, okay? And that's where resistance is the loudest, okay? Now, resistance will hit you everywhere along the, the journey you're going on. But man, it is the loudest initiative to say, if I can cut this thing off before it starts growing, I don't have to worry about any of the rest of the effort, right? So it comes in hard. It comes in fast. That's the reason why only 2% of the people ever make it past this, right? It's because this is where it's going to hit the hardest, the refusal of the call. And your brain's going to give you a million reasons why it's not possible, why you shouldn't do it, why somebody else should do it, why you're too young, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too this, you're too that. Like, it's going to give you everything you can to make sure you don't do it because it does not want you to pursue so the question is like, well, how do we overcome that? Okay, it comes down initially, again, to awareness, like, like being aware of what's happening. Okay, every time you set a huge goal, the adversary, the resistance is going to come and try to stop it fast, try to crush you down before you have a chance to pursue it. Okay, I don't know about you, I have some big goals this year that I started pursuing, and I can feel it. Um, man, like I can feel every time I like think about these things, it's like, no, 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 like putting pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure on me. I'm like, man, this is crazy. As soon as I set this huge intention of what I want to do, instantly it comes and it comes and it comes. You got to be aware of that, knowing it. Otherwise you're like, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. The universe is telling me not to do this because of all the resistance. Like, no, 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 no. The universe is the one that gave you that desire. God's the one that gave you that desire. The resistance is the adversary. It's the one saying, you don't do that. I don't want you to become someone else. I don't want you to grow. I don't want you to do these things, right? That's the reality. That's the truth, okay? So becoming aware of it's number one. Um, the next thing is understanding um, with resistance comes this four-letter word. It starts with an F called fear, right? We have these fears. And sometimes we don't call them fears, but they are fears, right? Like this fear of like, what happens if I go on this path? Um, and it's interesting, I was doing a lot of study about fears and I, came up, I found some really cool things I thought were, were useful. Um, number one, do you guys know, so there's fears of the body. Like we're born with some fears. So when a child is born, you know there's only two fears that a child has when they're first born. How many of you guys know what it is? If you do type it out in the comment section, Okay. The first fear, actually I have this on slides too, so I'll pull it up as I'm going through. Um, the first fear is the fear of falling, okay? So kid, if you have them on the side of the edge, like, oh, like they'll have a fear, like, oh, I'm gonna fall. Like that's instinctively built into your nervous system. They have the fear of falling. And then the number two fear is the fear of loud noises. So if I clap my kid's face, you shouldn't do that to your kids, but if you're like, clapping your kid's face, like, oh, like there'll be fear of that. That's the only two fears you are born with. Do you know that? Everything else is learned. So if you're afraid of spiders or you're afraid of this or afraid of that, like all those other things, all right, spiders, I'm scared of spiders or snakes or um, someone looking at you different or uh, like all the other things are learned. You learn them from your environment, from your society, people around you, like everything else is learned. There's only two that you're born with, right? Now, most of the time, the fears of the body, these are probably good because it's your body teaching you how to like not fall, you know, to be able to move your loud noise. If spiders are coming, like, like protect yourself from the spider. Like if a bad guy with a knife comes at you in, in the middle of the night, like that kind of fear, like those fears are typically good because it's your body like protecting you from something. Okay. But there's a second type of fear that um, is almost always damaging and it's fear related to the ego. Okay. 
And Tony Robbins says this. He said there are two core fears that everyone has. Number one is the fear that you are not, not enough. And if you're not enough, then you will not be loved. Okay, these are the, the fears of the ego. So I'm not, not, not enough. And if I'm not enough, then I won't be, be loved. Okay. And so this is something where it's our ego, right? We're like, man, I'm afraid. What if I try and I fail and mock me enough? If I'm not enough, no one's going to love me. Or maybe my spouse won't love me or my kids won't love me, right? So how many of you guys, when you start on this hero's journey, you're like, I'm going to go on this thing, I want to do this thing, all of a sudden you're like, oh, like, this is all here. You're like, okay, it's not going to kill me. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to like, da, da, da. But all of a sudden, like, and so your body, like here, you're like, okay, I'm good. But all of a sudden, the ego pops up and it's like, well, what if, you, what if it doesn't work? What if you look like an idiot? What if someone makes fun of you? What if they talk trash about you online? What if they, in the comment section happens? What if you get canceled? What if this, what if this, and all of a sudden, you're like freaking out. And all it comes back to these two things is like, number one is like, if that happens, then you're not going to be enough. And if you're not enough, it means that you're not going to be loved. Those are the fears. That's what's holding most people back. So why people don't move past step number three in the hero's journey right? The fear of that, of not being enough, not being loved. Okay. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, it all ties back ahead in slides here. It ties back to status, like status increase and decrease. Like we built this ordinary world where we're happy in the status line. Like well, this is where we're at. Everything's perfect. And our fear is like, if I go on this journey, what's gonna, is going to be a status increase or decrease? Well, initially it's going to be, de- if I have success, it'll be a status increase. It'll be great. Right. Then I will be enough. And people will love me. That'd be amazing. That's the goal. If I go on this journey, I'm gonna have a status increase. It's gonna be awesome. But then the fear of the status decrease if I do fail then what happens like that, that fear of the other side is what keeps people from moving forward. 